it's it, one of those things that's like so sad you have to laugh from the discomfort. It, yeah, it's like I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> so that's, that's like half the dates I go on. <laughs> one, two, three, being gay, being out, being queer is such a cool thing. And yes, there are tough aspects of it, but you have a community. There's so many heart-wrenching, heartbreaking stories, and those are so valid. But also, there's a lot of stories of joy. Welcome, welcome to today's episode of the podcast, where we're talking about joy and queer things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I've had some. We've had some awkward dates. Not together. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you want to? Sh- do you want to share an awkward date? I, uh, I want- okay, yeah. so people are probably. I haven't even introduced you. Hi, my name is Stacey Harkey. This is one of my best friends, Adam Berg. Mm-mm-mm-mm. We met um, in college. Yeah, we did a comedy group together. Yeah, eleven years ago. Oh, it has not been eleven. Yeah, eleven years next month. Wow, we were both heavily in the closet. Yes. Right? Some heavier than others. I don't even know what that means or who that refers to. That's you. <laughs> I was. I came out like yeah. well, you, well, you managed to hide it better. <laughs> I was one of those gays who I came out and people were like, we know. And I was like, that's impossible. How could you know? And, like, and, then, and then you came out to me and I was genuinely shocked. Oh, really? Yeah. You were my, I feel like you were my red hair. You like, that's true. Off. I was like the lightning rod that drew yeah. all the attention out. People would be like, is Adam hiding a secret? I'd be like, I don't know, maybe. Like, what do you think? No, I was actually really protective of you. I know. Um, there was, oh my gosh. So we were both in the closet. We did yeah. Divine Comedy. We went yeah. on to do Studio C. Yeah. Adam is one of the most prolific writers I know. Churns out stuff like butter. Like, I love it. Um, but do you remember the time when I came out? we came out to each other? Yeah. <laughs> This is what this is what I was gonna bring up as maybe my favorite memory of you. Oh, okay, yeah. let's jump into it because I told Adam I wanted to play a little icebreaker where we like let people get to know us a bit. Yeah. So because we've been friends for over ten years. Oh man, and we tell each other everything. <laughs> everything. We've been like roommates. Adam, we're not roommates currently, but I still yeah. call you my roommate. Yeah. And uh, we do tell each other everything because yeah. we lived together for like six or seven years, I think. What? Right. Before we came out. No, just in total. Oh, that's right, because we yeah. weren't we weren't living together the whole time. We were friends. Okay. Yeah, but we lived together for like three years before we came out to each yeah, other. Yeah, we did, which is just insane. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> but once we came out to each other and we're living together, it was the best. Oh yeah, it was great too. Yeah, we had our moments. <laughs> we did. So I asked Adam to share, and I, me, we're going to share our best yeah. favorite memory of each other and our least favorite memory of each other. Do you have a least favorite memory? <laughs> of, me? of course. Oh, many. <laughs> All of them. Uh, the hard part was finding a great memory. Yeah. No. So, okay. So, uh, you sounds like you have one for your favorite memory. We, we would do that one first. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Should we end out. on least or favorite? We should end know. on favorite, huh? Maybe we'll couch the, the bad inside the good. Like, we'll do favorite, least favorite, least favorite, favorite. I love it. Great. Okay, follow go, my lead. Go for it. <laughs> Take it away. I, okay... So I uh, had been dating a guy in while I was still in the closet for like two years at this point, and Stacy knew what was going on, and I, I like had... suspected, and I was so happy. Yeah, uh, and and like over time, I, I had become less like 
careful? Well, careful. Like, I was like, about? I started caring less about <clears throat> trying to hide it, but I still wasn't like coming out. You like sit closer and like rest a hand on yeah. someone and stuff. Yeah. In fact, there were I think <clears throat> a couple points where my ex Jeff he, he was like, I think Stacy's gay, and I was like, No. <laughs> He hasn't dated anyone in years. Of course, he's he's staring at pictures of hot men. Yeah, he's like, you're like, no, I don't know. (sighs) (laughs) I Uh, wonder why. Why did he think that? Did he just get a feel? Maybe just has good gaydar. I don't know. Has good gaydar. Um, in fact, when. Because we met over Facebook, because he watched his parents watched Studio C, and so he would catch it, and then he was picking up on me being gay, and thought I was. Attractive. Sliding those DMs. Mm, he did. And I ignored him for months until I was like, I don't care anymore. This guy that? is clearly gay. Wear I'm them like, down. Yeah. Where? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but so we wound up meeting for like a lunch or something. And I came out to him uh, over lunch. And then we just spontaneously decided to go to a movie. Was he the first person you came out to? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and so between lunch and going to the movie apparently he called his mom because they had a bet about whether or not i was gay because she didn't believe it no so he just called her and was like i was right no <laughs> we're going to a movie anyway that's a very tangential thing is that your favorite memory of me yeah <laughs> weren't you there i was i, I thought you mom. were in the back seat <laughs> it, anyway i was in the back seat <laughs> just living through you i was like this is lovely uh, uh, so yeah, one Sunday morning, okay. like I, I, I think I was at a point where I had stopped going to church because it was just too hard, uh, uh, like mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so I, that morning I was walking to the bathroom, which was right in front of, next to your room. Uh-huh. You were on your floor playing guitar, I think. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. And you're like, Hey Adam, come in here. And I was like, hi. And so I laid, <laughs> laid down. And I, I think you said something like, so, like, where are you, like, with church and stuff? And I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of figuring it out. It's kind of difficult to be there, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and then you were just like, I'm gay. <laughs> and there was, there was no lead up or anything. It, it, it was like a jump scare in, in the movie. <laughs> so they just like, I'm gay. Ah! <laughs> and I was like, huh. And, and I think I was like, Me yeah. Too. That's my favorite part too. Is after I was like, I'm gay because I was like, I'm pretty sure Adam's gay, and I'm really yeah. excited to come out to you. Yeah. And I was at this point where I was like ready, and I was like trying to tell like my closest friends, and I was like, Adam, yeah. I'm gay, and you were like, <gasps> and you just pointed to yourself and mouthed it, and you were like, Me too. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I had said the words I'm gay up until, until that point, which is crazy because I had been dating a guy for two years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so we just like. We, we finally, like, broke the ice and just talked about everything. We really so dove in, like, yeah. it was in that moment that we started. I feel like we started just being, like, yeah. like, everything. It was the Yeah. Best. It was so it was great. It was a good icebreaker. Because up until that point, I was like, I don't want to be, like, the gay Studio C guy. <laughs> because <laughs> because it's so yeah. heavily, like, Mormon. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> that I was worried about... Backlash, like mm-hmm. all falling on me, and I just like wasn't in a place where I could handle that sort of thing. Uh, and we were still working on the show, so I was like, I could lose my job, and what if that's like a public thing? And I just, I, I just knew I couldn't deal with that at that time. Right. 
And so when you came out and you ripped the Band-Aid off, it was like <laughs> two weeks and the whole world knew. I did come out. I was like kicking down doors and yeah. I was like, everybody, I'm gay. Yeah. Like it, the neighbor like, had a party and it was like my coming yeah. out party. You may as well have gone like trick-or-treating. But, like, <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> kind of things like that. The never trick happened. is I've been pretending to be straight. Yeah. <laughs> and the treat is me. Me. <laughs> the real me. <laughs> Uh, but that, that was great because you kind of took that initial wave of like shock or surprise or whatever from fans. And then I got to sneak in quite a while later and be like, yeah, me too. <laughs> and it was like great. It was like super helpful. People responded yeah. so positively. Yeah. I, um, I did, I do remember coming out and people were like, didn't see that coming. Yeah. I think that was him. Yeah. And I was like, suckers. I, yeah. I do love a surprise. You know that about me. I love like. I love scaring my friends. Yeah. I love like surprising people. Yeah. So maybe there's a piece of that too that was like, I really loved coming out to my best friends. I loved coming out to y'all yeah. because it was like, I knew, I was pretty sure and confident that y'all would be supportive. Yeah. And it's like, when you have the chance to like, tell someone something that's like your deep secret, it's going to bring you closer together and it's not yeah. bad. Yeah. So I was like, this is exciting. And yeah. I was like addicted to it, like meeting with people and being like, guess what? I'm gay. Yeah. And I, my story is the opposite. I'd come out with some, to someone, like my sister or friends or whatever, mm -hmm. and then have to emotionally recover. And then I'd have a surgery. <laughs> Not because we're coming out. No. I'd have some unrelated surgery that I have to recover from that, and then come out to someone new, kind of emotionally, kind of manage that. And then have another surgery. There were like three surgeries during the course of this process. <laughs> oh my goodness. Until I like finally did it all. And then, uh... Okay, <laughs> is has it been better? And I, yeah. I always ask my people this on this show, but I'm like, we all say we always say it's better, but like, is it really better? Yeah, like you can be honest too. Yeah, yeah. I actually hate the phrase like it gets better. Ooh, tell me more. Because, like, horrible is better than like nightmare. <laughs> so like, getting better this doesn't necessarily mean good. True, but. I feel like it gets good. Ooh. It gets great. It's it's so. Here's what I've been thinking about. Think of, like tell leading me about up it. to this. Do you remember watching? Did you watch season one of Westworld? Yes. Yeah. So the the show like kind of addresses these questions of like, what does it mean to be alive? Mm -hmm. And like, at one point, would artificial intelligence cross over into some sort of like living being, like some sentience or something like that? Yeah. And over the course of the show, this robot woman. Um, she's hearing this voice in her head and it starts off as like the guy who created the robots and programmed it and the voice shifts over time and by the end of the season it's her own voice mm. and the show seems to suggest like at that point she becomes more than a machine and like some sort of living entity okay. because she she has her own voice and I feel like that's kind of what coming out felt like to me is like I can hear my own voice and, and follow that for kind of the first time because I'm listening to who I actually am mm. and not just everyone that's been in my life that's told me how I should be or what they want me to be. Uh, and not necessarily in bad ways, like, you know, parents just think their kids are going to be a certain way. Loved or, ones trying to guide you to the yeah, path they think is right. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, or, like, especially the church. Uh, and, and them kind of like giving you a roadmap mm -hmm. for not just like life, but forever, mm -hmm. which, uh, I think 
growing up and being little and figuring things out is can can be very helpful, but it's also just like not you, right? Uh, and so I think my favorite part about being gay is it's, it's it's like what broke me through this barrier of like okay I'm gonna stop living according to what other people how I they think I should live yes. and it's like it's my life I and if there is some sort of divine being in charge of things they gave me my life because I'm me mm-hmm. and so I feel like my job is to be the most me that I can <laughs> <laughs> and, and just like do me that's so sweet Uh, and and so it's really shifted things just like everything like how I see myself how Mm -hmm. I see others uh, and just like the whole world and purpose in a way that's very empowering and and like exciting to me because I'm just like I get to do what I want to do I I am giving myself permission uh, and I, you, you know me, like I love trying new things and I have tried a lot of terrible really things. Like adventurous open, yeah. which I love because yeah. I feel like it's my vibe too. Yeah. But I, but I feel like in doing that, you just find so much stuff that yes. brings you joy. You find, you're like, I have no idea. I love this. Yeah. Um, I want to pry a little bit more. You said you're being more like you're being you. Yeah. Being more you. Yeah. What does that look like? And like, like now yeah. in like examples going from like Adam in the closet to like Adam. Yeah. Now. Or I guess I like think, embracing the gay. I don't know how we were phrasing it. Yeah. It's just like I kind of like live by my own rules and moral code. And like, <laughs> I, I honestly don't feel like my outward actions are really all that different from yeah. before, but my internal motivations have shifted oh. in the sense that like I, I check in with myself to be like, do I really want to do this? Mm. Uh, like and why am I doing this? Yeah. Is it for family? Is it for me? Is yeah. Because like, I feel ashamed. Is it because I'm excited? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Like back in April, I just was like, I'm gonna pierce my ears. I that I like that for like a whole bunch of different reasons, and I sort of did it very quickly, uh, and and like immediately after I did it, I was like, maybe this was a mistake. <laughs> But it was definitely, like, buyer's remorse for, a, like, a day. And then I was like, no, I really like this. Mm-hmm. And, like, I could take them out anytime and whatever. Oops. Like, the consequences are quite small. But I'm, I'm doing it because I can. And, and I want to give it a try. And I and I like that. And I'm excited about it. I like having the ears pierced now. Like, <laughs> this that is where you've, like, led the way. Because I yeah. wanted to pierce my ears for so long. You should. Like, it's fun. And it doesn't hurt that bad. Is it? Okay, sold. Oh. Like, granted, I've had like a million shots. <laughs> so, like, you're so like, used to being like pierced. Like, and yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, this feels weird. Oh, I um, love that. Adam. But, you know, doing small things like that. Yeah, I'm right. a big believer, and you know, I feel this way about yeah. <clears throat> I always quote that scripture like, by their fruits you shall know them. Yeah. And I think in the Bible it was used to talk about like prophets or people teaching. It's like, by their fruits you shall know them. What are the products of what they do? Yeah. And I love that concept of like, you only know a tree is good by trying its fruit. Yeah. And if the fruit is bad, don't eat the tree. Like, don't eat the tree. Don't eat the tree. <laughs> Which is, you should never eat in the first place, unless it's cinnamon and vanilla. Anyways, because you eat the bark. Um, okay. So, <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. So, uh, by their fruits, you should know them. If the fruit's yeah. bad, don't eat it. If yeah. the fruit's good, look at this amazing yeah. thing you found. But the only way you're going to know is if you try the fruit. Yeah. So, I think about that with life, where it's like, a lot of times we write things off, and it's like, try it out. 
Yeah. And no, I'm not talking about like hard addictive drugs or something. Yeah. But I mean like new experiences. Worst case scenario, you like try it out and then don't like it, and you learn yeah. something new about now yourself. Yeah. You know. Best case scenario. You try it out, you love it. You like eating trees. You like eating trees. <laughs> now, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I, I think that's just like sound advice for anyone, no matter mm-hmm. what you believe. It's just like, you can tell if something is good by, by doing it, trying it, feeling it, how experiencing feel? it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's how coming out was yeah. for me. Dating men, I was like, I was like really scared. I was like, I'm going to yeah. go on a date with a man and then Satan's going to suck me right into the infernos and I'm going to yeah. never be able to. And I was like, this is so wholesome and yeah. I feel so good. And is yeah. this what straight people experience on dates? I was like, this is amazing. My first kiss with Jeff, I was just like, this is why people kiss. <laughs> I didn't get it until then. I was just like, why are people so obsessed with like smooshing their faces together? <laughs> it's just like, because I had kissed girls and I was just like, I guess this is what people do. Lips are cool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, one kiss with a guy, I was like, love songs make sense. (laughs) I want to watch rom-coms now. Food has flavor. Yeah. There's colors and things. It's just like a puzzle piece in life really just like clicked into place. I know. And we came out in our 30s. No. (laughs) Did we? Well, publicly I came out when I was in 30s. Oh, that's true. I guess you were like dating before that, huh? Yeah, mm. I guess I started coming out. Oh no, I don't remember. Maybe it was when I was thirty. Are we old? We're so old. <laughs> it's funny because I normally have to check with you about my age. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm really bad at remembering your my birthday's age. tomorrow. It is. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah. And I think part of that is good because everybody figures themselves out in the twenties. Um, I don't regret my timeline, and I know some people yeah. feel different, but I, I really don't. I only regret. <laughs> Dang it! I was trying so hard to keep it together. Why did you laugh? It's my kryptonite. I knew you would laugh. My kryptonite is people flubbing up little words. Yeah. Well, now I was gonna say something stupid, and now I just say I was gonna say my only regret is uh, not um, coming out uh, before Oscar Isaac got married (laughs) (laughs) because I love it so much. I don't even think he's queer. I think he's... But you didn't say that. You said my only book wet. My only book wet. He's coming on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even do coordinate. It's hurting. Ah. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, my gosh. I was going to ask you, um, <clears throat> when it comes to... And maybe you talked about this already. But when it comes to the term queer joy, which I have yeah. not defined, yeah. I think it was like putting two things together. Yeah. Queer and joy. Queer joy. Yeah. What... Does that mean to you? Yeah. When you hear that, and what does it look like in your life? And if you feel yeah. like that's already been covered, that's great. Oh no, I I think a, the only thing I would add to that is a, a big part of queer joy for me is the way you, you express and feel love. Uh, it, and growing up in like a heteronormative society, there's sort of like this prescription. Mm-hmm. It's like you have the man, and he's sh- supposed to be chivalrous, and then the woman who follows the lead, and you know, he, he always asks her out or, you know, all those like yeah. protocols that are kind of ingrained to you uh, as the way things should be. Right. But when it's uh, queer, they're like no rules. Uh, so going along kind of with what I said earlier, it's you get to make up your own rules and like figure it out on your own and figure out what really works for you mm-hmm. and your partner or partners. And 
define your your own relationship and uh, I think because you're working outside of those protocols it puts you on like more equal footing because uh, there are I, I don't know if I should say like no expectations mm -hmm. but it's not like some script that you're following. I love that it yeah. encourages communication. You have to like figure yeah. out. Like yeah. there are like, there can be roles in relationships, but it's like not something that's just assumed. It's like, oh, you like doing this and great. And I yeah. like doing this. Or like, yeah. yeah. And I honestly wish like straight couples would do that too. Yeah, they need to. Fabish <laughs> 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 back too. And loving memory. <laughs> um, what is your least favorite story memory with me? <laughs> I mean, you already, you know this. <laughs> So there was that. Yeah, it was mine too. For the camera, and this is a year too. It's my I least have, favorite memory. I movie. have never been so mad at a friend in my life. <laughs> Who should tell this? Should I tell this? Should Do we you want to? It? Maybe I should. You tell the story, and then I'm gonna. I'll I'll add anything. Okay, so like so this is honestly mine. This is like yeah. it was the worst in the moment, but now I feel like it's kind of fun. It's to, funny to now. You seem so beamed already. I. <laughs> so you had just had a surgery on your jaw. Yeah, surgery number two. I was twenty six. Mm -hmm. um, oh, had this bird. part of my jaw completely reconstructed. Mm -hmm. Very intense. Jaw Very wired intense. shut. Yeah. Headaches galore. Migraines. Right? Migraines. Super like sensitive intense. to light and sound. Mm -hmm. uh, like at at one point, I I couldn't have the volume on the TV on at all mm -hmm. like the one the smallest setting was too loud for me i remember one time because our rooms were kind of close to each other yeah which i had it i would like cough i had a coughing fit and you were like hey that's like really loud and i was like oh my gosh i'm sorry <laughs> like, <laughs> just like yeah good prep for covid though later <laughs> like, I'll fight the cough yeah. uh but you had just had surgery you're back yeah. in um the house you're like back with yeah, your roommates in the basement and your sister was with us too as she was like kind of taking care of you yeah. preliminary and we were all trying to be, very, yeah, <laughs> trying to be very quiet. And it was like any the quietest noise was like caused you a lot of pain. Yeah, right. And so, I am on the opposite. You're in the basement. I'm on the top floor. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like doing my thing, vibing. And I love candles. Yeah. I love good smelling things in the house. I always got something good burning. The house smells uh, great. Uh huh. But what happens with candles is sometimes when you burn them. Like the wax stays on the sides, right? And like, even though like the wick will burn, the wax will stay. The wax will stay on the sides. The wax, the wax will stay. <laughs> It'll stay on the, <laughs> stay on the sides. And I am a frugal person, and I do not like to waste. Yeah. And so I was like, "We're gonna make use of this wax. We are not gonna waste this wax. I'm not throwing away this candle." <laughs> so, I had the brilliant idea at 26 to um, fill the candle with matches. I was like, I'm going to pack matches in there. I'm going to make it really warm, really hot, so all the wax will, like, settle and, like, melt off the sides. And it happened to be, like, what? Like, one in the morning or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. It was, that. like, a crazy time. Yeah. So I'm, like, feeling brilliant about it. I'm like, we're going to make use of this <clears> wax. <throat> I pack it full of matches. Poof, the matches go. It starts working immediately. There's, like, a ton of matches in this little candle. It's, like, heating it up. Wax is melting. God is good. Like, things are happening. What I didn't take into account, though, was that when you burn little pieces of wood like that, it creates smoke. <laughs> and all of a sudden, in the midst of this, like, it's like 1.30 a.m. And I'm like, I just got this little candle thing that's like full of matches. 
it sets off the fire alarm. Yeah. And you, who can't even have the volume on the TV, all of a sudden, I was like, the panic hit my soul. I was like, no! And I don't know, what was it like for you at this moment? So, I don't even know if I had fallen asleep because I was in <laughs> so much pain constantly. It was like two days after surgery. Uh, and <laughs> the, the fire alarm went off and I was just like, no! Are, is and, it like destroying your head? Yeah, You're like, ah. it's super painful. And Ashley, my sister, woke up uh, and was just like, what's happening? Everybody in the house is awake, right? Because I'm yeah. like, it's 1.30. I was like, no. And and she was like, I don't know what she, I think was, wasn't was fully conscious. Because she was like, let's just ignore it. And I'm like, the fire alarm is going. We can't just like pretend it's not. And at this point, I'm in my room panicking. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I got to alleviate this. And so I, I go to pick up the candle and I open the window because I'm like, I got to get the smoke out. Yeah. So I pick up the candle to take it to the window, but it's hot. Yeah. So I immediately drop it and like spill wax everywhere. And I'm like, no. And then I'm like, oh no. And like, I'm like the lights on and it's late and people can see me. So I turn off my light. Yeah. So I don't look like this crazy person in a window. Yeah. Um, and I finally get the candle over to the window and there's like smoke in the room. And I hear this little tender knock on my door and just like, your sister who I didn't know super well just pushes open the door and it's me standing backlit <laughs> against a window in the dark with like smoke. And I was like, I felt so crazy. And she yeah. was like, is everything okay? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, ah, you know what? I'm so sorry. I didn't. I was, I couldn't even, I don't think I could get it out. Oh yeah. But all I remember hearing, it felt like a scene from a movie. I just remember hearing um, a car start, a door slam and a car like peel out. <laughs> Cause oh, you yeah. were like, I'm going to my parents' house. I, I had, yeah, walked up to the ground floor and uh -huh. sat on the couch while she went up to your room. And so she came down. I think she said it was like, it was Stacy, <laughs> like doing something with a candle. And I was like, we're leaving first thing in the morning. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna be here anymore. I hate did you, it did here. Did you wait till the morning? It, it was like three hours away. I know, or, I feel like I feel like left. I used to stay up so late. I feel like yeah. I left so quick. And I remember just being like, felt so bad. Oh yeah, because I, I left without saying goodbye or, <laughs> or even telling you guys that I was leaving. I was we all like, knew, we were like, yeah. that, that's fair. It was I, the right call. I, I was in a much yeah, I remember like, I was talking to the roommates because I was like, y'all, I feel so bad. <laughs> and I think Matt was like, he was like, it's for the best. It, it was, was like, Adam could be in a more quiet place. Yeah. We didn't have to worry about walking on eggshells. Yeah. I felt bad. I was like, I know Adam's ready to fight, man. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> if I could stand up for longer than 30 seconds, we would have fought. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that went by really fast. Is that time? Yeah, it's almost time. You didn't give me a good memory. I don't have one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're going to fight now. I have so many memories. Oh, it's like really tough. I'm trying to think of like, I don't know. I was like, I'm glad, I'm glad we didn't have time because I was like, man, what am I going to even say? I feel oh, like yeah. the moments where we're just like laughing and like reeling and like wheezing. I, I feel know. like you've adopted my style. I after, have. Where it's like, <laughs> like running around, like kicking and stuff. <laughs> it's, it, uh, yeah, it's definitely like sunk into my bones because I've done it with just other people. Like I went on a date and we were having dinner and he told me one of the funniest things that I will not be repeating. Uh, and I just sat in the booth like, <laughs> like I couldn't, I couldn't sit still. By the way, that's a very black way. Yeah, like, you told it's, me it's that. like we laugh and like we're like sprinting and like I love it. Um, it's funny. 
Is there anything you want to leave anybody with? Yeah. My Venmo. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't have anything. <laughs> well, I do want to say, I want to, I want to brag about Adam because Adam, oh. um, while humble, like I said, is one of the most prolific writers, writes scripted content like a dream has written and published a couple books yeah and i'm gonna tell you all this right now they are good like if you bought these books and read them immediately you would not regret it and i wouldn't feel bad they are yeah. good books because like fantasy fiction is like my genre that i love yeah and they're inventive they're creative so check out find adam burke on instagram uh you'll find links to other things there is yeah. there anywhere else they can find you uh, not really active on social media except for Twitter right now. You're so that's the Adam Bird. You've had a good comeback on Twitter. And I can't have that handle on Instagram because some girl named Thea Damberg stole the <laughs> Adam Bird from me. And I and I think it's hilarious. So it's hey Adam Bird on Instagram, but that's, that's me. I love it. Well, Adam, this has been really fun. Thanks for joining yeah, us on the podcast. And uh, we'll see y'all later. Yeah. Go be gag. I don't know how to end this thing. <laughs> <laughs>